Welcome to Who Knew with Bruce Lubin from QuickAndDirtyTips.com. I'm Jennifer Budno, the editor of the Who Knew Books. Today we're talking Christmas aftermath, <laughs> as well as tips for New Year's and, as always, our life hack lightning round. But first, if you've ever felt like you had to choose between getting new blinds or holding on to your life savings, those fears end now, thanks to SelectBlinds.com. Select Blinds won't gouge you like those big, greedy blind corporations. Just check out the over 170,000 five-star reviews on their site. Shop today at SelectBlinds.com. Mention you heard about them on a podcast at checkout and get sample swatches absolutely free. That's SelectBlinds.com. Hi, Bruce. Hello, Jen. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. This podcast is coming out right before Christmas, so if you're looking for Christmas tips, go back and check out some of our other podcasts. The last one was about wrapping and making Mm -hmm. cookies, if that's what you have left on your to-do list. And then the one before that was on some tree tips and other stuff. This podcast is mostly about after Christmas. Can I do one before Christmas since it's almost, it's just about there? Please. Okay, so if you're <laughs> if you're setting your fancy table for your fancy family for your uh-huh. fancy Christmas dinner, yep. and the china has like those little micro cracks in it, which happens, mm-hmm. you just want to put it in a container of milk and mm-hmm. just heat it slightly, oh. and the milk will actually cover up all those... That sounds like science, cracks. like the proteins in of, the milk or exactly something. Exactly right. It's sort of like science. And if you've got stains on that mm-hmm. china, use a little bit of nail polish remover and then a, a soft cloth. And then you have to wash it, of course, afterwards. But I just wanted to say that. That's because, a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, or it could be an aftermath tip if this is how bad your china is looking afterwards. Exa- See, that's the difference between you and me. I assume we put everything away dirty and trash. <laughs> and now we're taking it out and saying, wow, we better clean this before we serve it. You, of course, are so much better than I am. So. Very, very true. The other thing about now is, of course, the kids are going back to school. You have Yay. two college I mean, I'm kids. I'm so sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Lisa from thepennyhoarder.com has a tip for us that's great for the college kids. Hi, I'm Lisa Rowan at The Penny Hoarder with today's Money Hack. Spring semester is only a few weeks away, if you can believe it, college students, and I have a few tips to help you not go broke this semester. Textbook prices are outrageous, so look to sources other than your campus bookstore for cheaper options that can help you save up to 50%. I recommend checking out bookscouter.com. It's a service that searches over 200 booksellers to find you the lowest price. And it'll also help you get the best price at the end of the semester when you sell back your textbooks. And while I'm at it, I should remind you to always ask for student discounts. Many restaurants and clothing stores offer them, so get over it if your student ID photo is horrible. Flash that little piece of plastic and get 10% off at Subway, Pizza Hut, Banana Republic, J. Crew, and could go on. And one last tip don't get trapped by credit card offers. Although it is important to build your credit, only apply for a credit card if you can control your spending and pay off the balance in full each month. For more college money hacks, visit thepennyhoarder.com. Oh, I love those. Make sure to pass them along to your kids. I'm oh. sure they don't listen to our podcast. <laughs> those are great tips. <laughs> they have other podcasts to be listening to. But before we go on, a bit more about our sponsor, selectblinds.com. You don't have to choose between saving money and updating your window treatments anymore. SelectBlinds.com has got you covered, and their loyal customers seem to agree. Just check out the more than 170,000 five-star reviews on their site. 
At selectblinds.com, you can choose from a selection of high-quality custom blinds, shades, and drapes. It's the simple and smart way to get blinds. Select Blinds makes it easy to do it yourself, without going it alone. Measure, choose, and install your own new window coverings with the support of their online specialists. If you can hang a picture, you can hang your own blinds. They've served over a million happy customers. Why not be one of them? Shop today at selectblinds.com. Mention you heard about them on a podcast at checkout and get sample swatches of the room darkening blinds or shades of your choice. Absolutely free. That's selectblinds.com. So, uh, Christmas aftermath. How messy is your house that where you put everything away when it's messy rather than cleaning it first? <laughs> <laughs> How's it looking? Yeah, it's always a bit of a mess. So, a- what tips do you have for people in terms of Christmas cleaning stuff? So, seriously, if you put things away the right way, then when you take them out next year, everything isn't clean already, right? Yes, so, this is Genie and Ma's motto. <laughs> yes, exactly right. And I've learned to just sort of toe the line with you, too. So, when you're storing silver... You know, one of the worst jobs is when you take it out, you have to polish it all because it's been tarnished. But if you store it with a few pieces of chalk and wrap it in cheesecloth, the uh, calcium carbonate, which is in the chalk, will absorb all the moisture from the air and it will prevent uh, tarnish. Good to know. And what you want to do is just sort of break the chalk up beforehand so it's kind of like a rough surface. And that'll keep all your silver tarnish free. So, Jen, I want you to do that and then get back to me <laughs> in exactly 12 months or 11 and a half months when you take your silver out again. Let me know Sounds if Sounds good to me. <laughs> I've got another tip if you've been using your dishwasher a lot over the holidays. Which I have. I'm sure you have. So what you want to do, because it gets sort of funky after a while. Yeah. You want to use like a cup of vinegar and put it on the top shelf and like just a regular cup and do the pre-wash uh-huh. and just use it alone, just with the vinegar. And then when it's time to wash, just put, pour some baking soda along the bottom of the dishwasher and just wash, you know, run the dishwasher empty. Our and old friends, vinegar and baking soda our to old rescue again. friends, vinegar and baking soda. What would we <laughs> do without them? And that'll leave your dishwasher really clean and fresh and shiny. and It'll even get your dishes cleaner. After Indeed, you and no that. spots. Yeah, when you clean and your dishwasher. no spots. Baking soda is good for another uh, cleaning thing, too, for if your cookie sheets oh, are all covered great. with grease and disgusting. Um, what you can do is layer baking soda, like wherever the stains are, then hydrogen peroxide, then baking soda again, and then just leave it on there. Yep. And after about 10, 15 minutes... Um, just use a sponge or an old toothbrush or something, and you it just scrubs right off. It's yeah, great. no, that's a great tip. Let me ask you a question because I know you and I disagree, but on this, what's your favorite way to clean old cutting boards? Oh, I'm a big fan of the salt and lemon method, yes. where you just put salt on a lemon and then rub it on there. The lemon works as just a disinfectant, disinfectant, mm-hmm. and um, the salt is a little bit of rubbing action. And um, I do it this that way. I know that you guys are real big on, like, your plastic cutting boards and your wood cutting boards, and you don't use wood for meat That's because right. the meat can, can soak in. But I kind of use everything It's together. one of our great divides, Jen. I know. Well, you know, it's America now, <laughs> yeah. is that we all just are on different sides of, <laughs> of these... Of the these, cutting board. <laughs> of these important issues that face us, like how to clean a cutting board. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. So what else do you have? Anything for... Um, well, if it's time to take the tree down, which yes. I always hate when it's time to take the tree down. Yeah, well, you guys like to leave your tree up until uh, St. Yeah, Patrick's Day. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you want to do with the lights is uh-huh. um, get a cardboard tube, like from a roll of paper towels, and just uh, wrap the lights around 
that around the outside of the paper uh-huh. tube. And that way they don't become all knotted up exactly for next right. year. You just use a little masking tape and secure it. And then when you're unwinding next year, you can just sort of wrap it right around the tree again. Oh, lovely. So there's never any, it's not like, you know, your headphones in, the, in your gym bag that's all tangled <laughs> up, right? Yeah. So it's really an easy way to sort of store your lights. If you're storing your old um, Christmas ornaments. Yeah, what about ornaments? Well, what I do is we put them in like old socks or nylons or something. And oh, then you put idea. them in like solo cups, disposable cups. Um if you have small uh, ornaments, you can use old uh-huh. egg cartons, which oh, are great. Yeah. And I always tell people to keep an eye out for those apples. Sometimes you find apples in plastic containers. Yep. I have one of those that I use for my bigger orbs. So if you happen to come along one of those plastic apple containers over the holidays, save it for your ornaments. I don't know that I have those, but I certainly have wine boxes. Oh, yeah. Wine, wine boxes, boxes are great for that. They're great because yeah. they already have the little dividers in there. Yeah. And then you can just store your ornaments like that. So that's uh, that's another great tip. So very good. So we'll go home and we'll each put away our Christmas trees. And then next year we will open up the box and we'll see who did a better job. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So New Year's is coming up. Yep. One of my more favorite holidays. I always like to reflect on the end of the year. This year has been a bit of a doozy for some of us. (laughs) Um, But um, I I do like to celebrate New Year's. I have some good New Year's uh, for tips for celebrating. Because I know how you celebrate New Year's is that you open up a bottle of champagne and then ask Jeannie what she wants to do. Um, (laughs) That's exactly right. I have some good ideas. This one is actually a a little bit more for for kids. It's fun for adults, too. But if you have kids and they're, like, you know, raring to do something for New Year's, this is a great one. Um, You get uh, balloons. And on each balloon, you put the a time a time of night. So this is something you do for night. So you do 7 p.m., 8 p.m., 9 p.m., 10 p.m. You know, or if you want more, you can even do the half hours and that kind of thing. So you write um, you write a little note and you stick that on the inside of the balloon and then blow it up. And the note can be um, you know a. For adults, it's, you know, I like to do stuff that's a little more reflective, like, you know, what was the best party you went to this year or what was the best time you spent with family or what was the best meal you had or that kind of stuff. For kids, you can do more activities uh, like dance party or, you know, sing along and have a sing along um, maybe with some other stuff, you know, for them to think. One one that's fun is uh, you do one that you throw out bubble wrap onto the floor and then let them jump on bubble wrap. So I want to do that. <laughs> yeah, you could do that one in the adult <laughs> one, too. But that's just sort of a fun activity to do. Um, another thing, of course, is making noisemakers. So if you have a kid, you've got to have a noisemaker. And don't go buy them. No just way. put them do do the same thing that the Lubins do to keep their dog well behaved, which is put beans in a toilet paper roll and then cover it up with tape on either side and then shake it. That both scares a dog out of uh, mm-hmm. misbehaving and also gives a kid something to do on uh, on New Year's. So. That and a stun gun, and you have behaved dogs <laughs> and children, <laughs> and you're good to go. We're actually having a party this New Year's Eve. So oh. if you're not doing anything, Jen, and you want to hang out with the old married folks, always I think you want to. You and Jeannie know how to throw a party. We do, we do. So what what do you, what do you do? You know, while Jeannie is uh, getting ready for the party, and you're drinking your champagne. <laughs> well, uh, that, that's exactly how it goes down. A couple of tips for champagne: if you have like sort of leftover champagne, which I know sounds like kind of a oxymoron, right? But if you have, <laughs> if you if it's lost its fizz, mm-hmm. you just want to throw a couple of raisins in a glass. I have seen this in mm-hmm. action. And this and tip it'll actually release works. The bubbles, yeah. Again, so it really sort of you know re uh, 
It's what one of those tips. Be? Why does it work? Now I don't know. I it's just it. a vast mystery, but it works. It works. <laughs> Another great tip, and I do this for every party I have, is is we get a Sharpie, and on wine glasses, we put everyone's name when they come in. And, you know, you'll be amazed at the end of a party how many half-empty wine glasses you find. <laughs> but if everyone has their own glass, when they put it down, they can always find it again. Exactly. So and clean... the Sharpie washes, washes right off, yeah. right? I'm so, always afraid when you do no. that. I'm always like, you should be using dry erase. And then you said to me, no, it just washes right so off. So the... if it doesn't yeah. wash off all the way, a little bit of salt. Yes. And that takes off any sort of... Also works on lipstick on a glass. I was just going to say that. Oh, it works on lipstick on a glass, lines. too. And because I'm having a big old party with lots of kids, what we do is Jeannie gets out the old muffin trays that we have. We put the drinks in that. That way you can hand out like six or eight drinks at a time. And walk oh, away. and you put each drink in each yes, little muffin tin Yes, we do. See clever we That's are? Clever. Do you see how clever we are? I know how clever you are. <laughs> What about uh, – oh, you already, covered, you already covered wine tags. Because one thing that we had in your book, Household Shortcuts, that I thought was a really cute tip from a, a reader was um, their kid had all those silly bands oh, that yeah. were really popular yep. a while back and then got sick of the silly bands. So she used the silly bands on the stems of the champagne That's and wine the, glasses instead of those little rings that you can buy. So I thought that was really Well, who clever. wants to buy those rings? Like it's for, number one, is something to store. Number two, you want to spend money on that. And you can use those silly bands or you can use your Sharpie. Yeah. So I am not a fan of those wine, those <laughs> wine uh, uh, rings. So getting ready for a party, we already know how to clean everything in your house mm-hmm. to get it ready. One thing that I always wonder is how much booze should I actually be buying More for this party? Is More is the answer. <laughs> no, a good rule of thumb is this. It depends on how long the party is going to go. But you should plan on like two drinks per person for the first hour. And then one drink per hour after that. They chug when they, when they arrive. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, that's sort of if, – if it's a long party, assume people are going to have about five drinks. Yeah. So just buy accordingly. And, of course, the good news is if you've got leftover alcohol, it's never really leftover. It's just <laughs> there for another day. So, uh, And, of course, the old who knew uh, tip about leftover alcohol is instead of getting one of those pumps that pumps all the air out of it, you just put it in a little – mason jar or whatever to get the air out yeah and then it keeps it fresher for a long because what happens with wine is you just need that's right you have to get the air out so if you just put it in something smaller like a mason jar either even an old water you know a a, water bottle water bottle yep as long as there's no air your wine is going to be good good to know yeah one of those tiny little water bottles yep Hmm. so Uh, i know you Jeannie did a post recently uh how to know how much ice you need and other ice tricks. So if people have questions about ice cubes, you guys figure about 10 to 15 cubes per person. Isn't that crazy that we've done that? But yeah, that's about right. <laughs> so you just have to figure out, you know, like how many cubes are in a regular bag, right? And then yeah. off you go. And then tell everyone how to uh your your tip about the colander. I love this. Oh, one. this is a great tip. So what happens with the ice bucket is, you know, it melts and everything gets all watery. Yeah. If you put your ice bucket in a colander, mm-hmm. all the uh, – oh, I'm sorry. Put your ice in a colander and then put that in a bucket. All the water will, will drain out of the colander into the bucket. You'll have stills, just regular ice cubes. I love that. Solo ice cubes. I do that. And I really want to try your tip about putting – edible flowers or a little bit of mint in ice cubes because i think that's super fancy but that's sort of next level so we'll we'll see if i get that's, there uh, but people fancy. should check out that how to know how much ice just google how to know how much ice you need who knew tips and uh yep. you'll you'll find that and you have some you have some good stuff on there so um that's pretty much all we have the other thing you need to know about new year's is um drink a lot and be <laughs> thankful and uh, make a resolution the end the end absolutely <laughs> yeah that's so, it. 
It's time for our favorite part of the Who New podcast, the Life Hack Lightning Round, Yay. where Jeannie gives us a tip in an envelope, and we open the envelope, and the name as many household hacks as we can involving that item. So, what do we have today? Let's open it up. All right, so today we have to find as many uses for aluminum foil as we can oh. think of. So, and this is next level, so no, uh, like, wrap your food in aluminum foil the end. This is, like, ooh, real... This has to be real serious stuff. Yeah. Okay, who wants to go first? I've got it. Can I go first? Yes, I you go first. Great. And I know the exact one you're going to say, because it's your favorite aluminum foil tip. And when uh, you go on TV to present the Who New books, there's always a prop you have that is a giant piece of cardboard wrapped in aluminum foil. Is that the tip For you were going to do? First of all, do not put me in a box like that. But yes, you are <laughs> right. So here's what you want to do. And this, this is great because it cuts your heating bill dramatically. If you've got radiators, Mm -hmm. you want to take a piece of cardboard, a big piece of cardboard, wrap it with aluminum foil, shiny side out, put it behind the radiator, and the heat that will will radiate from the aluminum foil back into your room, and you will absolutely cut your heating bill. I promise you, Jen, dramatically, just from using aluminum foil and cardboard. That is a great one. how about that? Here is a dog tip for you. You put aluminum foil, if your dog is getting up on your couch or elsewhere in your house and you don't want him to get up, you put aluminum foil on it. Now, I won't lie. Some pets are a little more insistent than others. So I'm not going to promise you that this will work, but it has worked for a lot of our readers. If you put um, a sheet of aluminum foil down on your ottoman or your couch or whatever you're trying to keep your dog off of. And some people say it works for cats, too, but cats are usually a little more... It cat, totally works for dogs. If the, if cat wants to sit somewhere, he'll just sit somewhere. But yeah, the, they don't like the feeling under their feet, and so they don't want to sit on it. It's like chewing aluminum foil. Who wants to lay on it? Who wants to, it's kind yeah. of tactile yeah. in a bad way, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a great tip for aluminum foil. I know you said this, we don't want to talk about wrapping things, but one thing I want to talk about wrapping, and that is celery. If you take yes. celery out of plastic and wrap it in aluminum foil... It will last, I kid you not, months. I would not be caught dead storing my celery in anything but aluminum foil. Exactly right. Because you get it in those bags and they're open-ended and then it like the celery gets limp within days. Maybe yep. I just don't eat my celery fast enough, but if I don't wrap it in aluminum foil, then forget it. No, it's all over right. for me and yeah. my celery. Then my work is done here. <laughs> now that you've said Another wrapping tip, now that we said we weren't going to say them. Mm-hmm. Um, you cannot use wrapping paper to wrap highly acidic things like tomatoes. Right. Um, because the, uh, the Not chemical paper, reaction. Not aluminum foil. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Christmas has gotten to me. Um, yeah, <laughs> don't wrap tomatoes and other acidic items in aluminum foil because it'll actually have a chemical reaction and make it taste funny. Right, right. Well, look at you with your... With your cautionary tip there. Excellent. Exactly. I have one about saving time. Please. And that is if you're ironing and you <laughs> want to sort of cut the time down, aluminum foil on the ironing board. Oh, shiny yes. Shiny side up and the heat will reflect. It's like my radiator tip. Like I'm obsessed with aluminum foil cutting It's time. good with that. You know what else yeah. it's good for? What's if that? you have plants that are dying, house plants in the oh, summer, yes. you can put, again, like with the cardboard or whatever, or just lay the aluminum foil um, out right underneath the plant, shiny side up, and then it reflects the sunlight and gives your your plants like twice as much light. Oh, you know what? You, you want to know who's terrified of aluminum foil? Who? Believe it or not. Deers. Deer. Real. Deer. Really? Did I say deers? That was weird. Is that a deer. thing? No. It's just deer. It's just deer. Really? The plural would be deer. So what you want to do is just <laughs> take some strips of aluminum foil and hang it in your trees if, mm-hmm. you have, if you're plagued with deer yeah. in your yard, and they will run the other way. Yeah, they don't they like just, the reflection or something. It's just too shiny. It's just too shiny. I think shiny. that works for birds, too. 
I think it does, but not as I, I don't know as well. I, I certainly know the deer. It absolutely works. And you know what else works for pests? If you have um, like rodents that are getting into your garden, sometimes you have squirrels or even rats, God forbid, mm-hmm. or other um, little animals, chipmunks in your garden that are eating your eating stuff. You can put wrap them in foil because, again, like you said, no one wants to uh, feel foil Mm -mm. in their teeth. It's really awful. So that's a good pest tip. Well, uh, you and your rat tip, I'm going to declare you the winner because where do I go from that? What? Are you kidding? (laughs) I had one more really good one. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Um, If you don't have a dryer sheet, first of all, you should Google... What do I do if I don't have a dryer sheet? Who knew tips? And then we'll tell you everything you need to know about fabric softener, including how to do um, the liquid fabric softener, yep. balls DIY. Mm-hmm. Anyway, like I need to tell you. If you don't <laughs> if you don't have a fabric softener sheet, you can just ball up a thing of aluminum foil, throw that in your dryer, and then that will take all of the static el- electricity off of everything. And you can use it again and again and again and again. Yeah, talk about so a money great. saver. That is a money saver. That's I should just great. end on that. I think you should. That was a good last <laughs> line. Talk about a money saver. That's what we're here for. Well, that was today's episode of Who Knew? Thank you, as always, to Quick and Dirty Tips for producing our podcast and making it all possible. I know I just sound like I don't mean that, but I really do. They're the best. I mean it, too. I love when you say that. I know. And you and Jeannie are also the best. You can find them, all of their posts, every day at quickanddirtytips.com slash who knew, where you can find all the tips from this podcast and many more. While you're online, please write us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, you can always find us by searching Who Knew Tips on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, or Google. Tune in next time and have a great holiday. Thanks, everyone.